Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts, and the format is conversation. We're having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So subscribe today. Take 20 minutes and hear from people living in your community who are making a difference in your community. It's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Hello, everyone. This is uh, Jason Batalden. I'm the Assistant Director here at Continuing Education Workforce Training at the College of Technology at Idaho State University. And uh, I would like to just welcome the beardless wonder. <laughs> Paul, there's there's something missing from Yeah, there normal, is. There is something, something missing, missing man. I, I, I felt that cool breeze on my face when i was walking over for lunch today <laughs> now those of you that watch the video you're going to see paul clean shaven and looking sharp um but uh that's i don't know, know. about looking sharp but <laughs> well come on now we're going to be yeah. a little we got to be positive positive you know? i am positive I, I do not look sharp both R- paul and good, i paul. yeah there Thank you go you, chris <laughs> yes we have chris uh chatwin on the show with us today we'll get to the official introduction here but I do want to say, Paul, that uh, that you and I definitely have a face for radio. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, uh, I, 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 people say, hey, hey, I saw the video. Oh, please don't watch that video. Yeah, just, just go right, just go right to the audio podcast. Please don't watch the video. That's right. That's right. Hey, uh, let's throw a little plug in. We've been doing this on all our shows lately, and I'm doing it again. Uh, when this podcast airs, we will have four episodes, Paul, of our special series. Uh, podcast about podcasting by podcasters. That's right. And so if you have ever thought about wanting to do a podcast and you would like to avoid making um, many, many, many mistakes, we strongly encourage you to listen to our special series. Um, we made them all. We've done it. We've done it all. In fact, I made a new one a couple <clears throat> weeks ago, didn't I, Paul? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we, we won't mention that. We'll just move on. All right. We'll just know <laughs> that uh, you have, if you make it mistake once, you work really hard never to do it again hey we've got a great show today we've got chris chatwin he is uh the clinical assistant professor of finance at the college of business here at idaho state university um and we are partnering uh when i say we i mean our uh, workforce training uh here at uh, is partnering with chris in his program to um to offer a pretty neat little program so chris welcome to the show and we all know that when i say welcome that's the magic timer um (laughs) (laughs) now thank you for having me i appreciate the opportunity to be here with you excellent excellent introduce yourself a little bit tell us a little about yourself and about the program you've got uh that we're working together on yeah, so uh, Jason, as, as you mentioned, a clinical assistant professor of finance uh, here in the College of Business. Uh, I'm actually also a graduate of Idaho State University. Uh, uh-huh. Woohoo! Did my bachelor's, <laughs> a couple of bachelor's degrees here, actually, and a master's. And uh, not didn't just love my time here, loved it so much that when the opportunity came to uh, teach a course here, 
I jumped at it and never imagined in my wildest dreams that that would turn into uh, an opportunity to be here full time, uh, teaching a subject I love, predominantly personal finance, uh, but really all things finance, I, I try to dip my toes in a little bit. So. so, yeah, great, great to be a part of the show and great to be working together with, with you folks in what I think is a very, very important topic, which is financial literacy. So there's a couple of things I want to, we want to talk about this program, but um, you said a phrase earlier that I just want to uh, appreciate. You said you love finance. Yes. So um, from my perspective, that seems a bit odd. (laughs) (laughs) From my personal spot where I sit in life, I hate money and I hate finance. I, but uh, I want to share a little bit. What do you mean by that love of finance? That's kind of cool. So here, here's what I love about it. Usually a statement like that, people might misconstrue. And that's usually because it's been romanticized maybe by the okay. movies. We think the stock markets, we think movies like Wall Street uh, and other movies that get made that show either the highs of making lots of money or maybe the lows or the outrage from uh, financial crises like sure. 2008 to 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, but really what I love about finance is I love the ability to have an understanding of money, not a hate for money, but an understanding of it, what does money mean to me? Mm-hmm. What's my money personality? How do I value it? And what are then my personal values? Maybe not just about money, but how I'm going to use money and other financial resources to further my values. So when I say I love finance, I mean, I love having an understanding of how I can use my own personal finances to maybe not be entrapped uh, by money mistakes or a lack of money, or sometimes it's not a lack of money. Uh, I know plenty of individuals with plenty of money but poor management of that money. And that leads to kind of that financial entanglement. So just having an understanding and, and it creates freedom. It creates oh, freedom is what it is. I, I can't agree with you more. Um, as an individual who, who maybe did not manage their money or have an appreciation earlier in life, uh, now I, I have this total new concept of following. I, I, I can tell you what my credit score is up to like the, the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I find being more aware of how your financial decisions affect, you know, just, you know, that credit score and your ability to do things with your money, um, exactly. is, is, you know, all important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, for me again, I, I went to college, not necessarily knowing what I wanted to study. I thought I was going to be an anthropologist to be quite honest with you and uh, just started taking lots of classes. I took a personal finance course and it did a couple of things for me. A, it uh, helped me realize that, hey, my parents maybe didn't plan as well as they could have. And as a result, you know, my parents both ended up working very, very late into life, even, you know, beyond when physically it was comfortable for them. Uh, and I, I thought, I don't want that to be me. 
so I loved that class and it kind of inspired what I went into, what I continued to study. I studied accounting and economics. I studied finance. Uh, I went into financial planning. And so again, when the university came and said, hey, would you be willing to teach one class a, a week? I said, personal finance? Absolutely, because it was that impactful to me. So, so you're kind of bringing up an interesting point, right? That not only did you recognize um, maybe uh, your own need for understanding and increase of awareness or appreciation for all of the different aspects of um, financial literacy, financial planning, um, but you also seem to connect it that if if you're needing this information, um, you you a lot of others most likely will oh, need absolutely. it too. So that's part of that inspiration, right? Is that part of your love of finances, not just appreciating the value, but helping others appreciate the value. That's exactly why I love teaching. Mm -hmm. uh, what I love about teaching is being able to share that and see, you know, those changes that take place where, you know, kind of the light bulb moment of, oh, so retirement is possible mm -hmm. um, or freedom is possible. Hey, I can do the things I want to do. Uh, and that doesn't necessarily mean that I have to try and get the highest paying job possible. You know, it's, I can do what I love and, and be responsible in my finances and, you know, have that freedom. I, freedom is just that big word that just, uh, I can't get out of my mind because uh, that knowledge mm -hmm. is freedom. So, so this program that we're uh, uh, joining hands together on this financial literacy program, it's safe to assume that that's the intent right, is to, to help individuals maybe appreciate the freedom that uh, this wisdom, knowledge, understanding can provide? Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, if you think about taboo subjects, right, things that you should never talk about, uh, politics, religion, finances, right. you know, those are just those things, that are, they're taboo, we don't talk about them. Uh, if we, I think, we're more open to talk about finances in a way that's not, hey, guess how much money I just made on this hot item, this hot stock, that, you know? But instead it's uh, things like credit score. Like most people don't even understand how a credit score is determined and what kind of things I can do to create a good credit score. Because the reality of it is that's your character that's what creditors, people willing to lend money, are looking at as your character. Are you a responsible person or not? Um, so most people, A, don't talk about the subject, and B, then don't have an understanding because we don't talk about it. We're not open. We're not willing to learn. And instead, it comes down to the movies, uh, right. I think, that romanticize it. And, or, and not just the movies, but the media. I mean, you think about this past uh, uh, spring you know, all the talk about GameStop and, and sure. everything happening with this. And most people are like, what is this? Oh, people are making lots of money. We're taking it to Wall Street when the reality of it is that's, that's not the way to get rich. Okay? Right. Getting rich is typically a slow, steady, methodic process. 
you can get poor really fast though. <laughs> yes, I mean, you can. Amen you, you, that, can, you can get poor overnight just with a poor financial decision. Uh, but typically you're not going to get rich overnight. Right. So, cool. so we, we want to talk about this. We want to talk about it. We want to spread that education. I mean, I mean, I have some stats in here, you know, some things that I've been looking at. So from American Psych Psychological Association, 64% of adults assert that money is a significant stressor. So we're stressed out about money. We're worried about money. How do I make more? How do I? And sometimes it's not just about basic needs, although lots of times it is because 73% with a household income under 50,000 are stressed because it's a, at that point, it's about making meeting basic needs. But a lot of times too, it's how do I, how do I keep up with my neighbor? Yeah. Right. Um, also, Chris, doesn't that, uh, a lot of that financial stress also leads to stress if someone's in a relationship um, oh, yeah. that actually stresses on their relationship that they have? Yeah. One of the things uh, I talk about quite a bit in class when we talk about budgeting, which for most people, budget is a dirty word. You yes. Know, if we don't yes. want to talk about finances, we definitely don't want to talk budget. You know, That's get right. that out of here. So we're going to have to bleep that word out of this yeah, conversation. Yeah. When I say budget, there's going to be the beep in the, in the podcast. Um, but again, freedom. I'm going to come back to freedom. Mm -hmm. a, a budget is actually freedom. It's not, hey, you can't do this or you're restricted to this, it's not, it's no, it's here's things I want to do and here's how I do it. Um, and so when I talk about budgeting, we also talk about the need of, hey, if you have a significant other or someone with whom you share finances, these need to be joint conversations. It's not just a personal stress. It's a stress for anyone who provides for others. And it's certainly a stress when, uh, you know, two people are not on the same page and uh, yeah, we don't want that stress. We want to talk through these things. We want to be on the same page. And that doesn't mean we're going to be in complete agreement. I'm, uh, my wife and I are not always in complete agreement on everything, but we can talk through things to come to that agreement. Right. And have an understanding of what we're accomplishing. Sure. And then that, that goes back to the budget word, the B word. Yeah. Right. Is that if when those disagreements come up and you've already established agreed upon budget, you know, then you blame the budget. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's the budget's fault. It's not budget's mine. Fault. Right? It's the well, budget's fault. It, don't I'm, take this personal. I'm not saying no. The budget's saying no. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we agree, you know, here it is. There's no money. Yeah. No, but, uh, and then sometimes it's just, it's a matter of uh, reevaluating. Sure. Okay. The budget says no. Is the budget wrong? Can we have some, uh, some wiggle room? Can we plan for other things? And we go from there. So on this financial literacy program um, that you've put together, uh, can you kind of run down just a little bit, kind of give us the nuts and bolts of this thing a little bit and kind of uh, let us know what it's all about? Yeah, so uh, the kind of the genesis of this really comes from uh, the dean of the College of Business here, uh, Dean Hunt, who, uh, when he arrived, he was talking to me about this, and he said, you know, when I graduated from college and went to my first job, I didn't even know what a 401k was. There's a need for us to, you know, take this a step further, and of course, we were teaching personal finance here at the university. And, uh, you know, he kind of thought, well, how can we take this even further? And we've created 
a certificate, a financial literacy certificate where you can take three courses, a total of nine credits and kind of enhance that, that personal knowledge uh, and your own knowledge and application of personal finance and financial tools. So born that, out of that, basically. Yeah, and that course will uh, opens up. It, 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 uh, you register through our Continuing Education Workforce Training website at cetrain.isu.edu. Mm -hmm. um, it will be in our upcoming fall catalog and uh, registration opens August 2nd. And this is an online only course that allows you to kind of take it at your own speed. Yeah, so kind of the wonderful thing about us now working on this partnership of not just, okay, through the university, maybe for somebody who's currently enrolled in college that's taking this courses, but how can it also maybe benefit maybe not a current student, maybe either full-time, part-time, or just someone in the community that's looking for some extra knowledge. We've made some changes to where let's make these fully available online. So, you know, through Workforce, uh, we've got online at your own pace. First course is a personal finance course, and there's four modules within the course. Uh, you know, opens in the fall the first for the first time. And yeah, you can go at your own pace. You know, you want to listen to the recordings at 2 a.m. while you're sitting in your PJs laying in bed. That's totally fine. Uh, it, it's at your pace when you want. Now, of course, you know, with four modules, they're going to you got to complete the first to move on to the second. Um, but at your pace, when it works for you is, is the goal. Okay, so uh, I wasn't, I've not been involved in creating the classes and I kind of kind of come on this cold. So what you're saying is these classes are available for credit students and non credit students and anyone from the community um, all at once. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, so essentially, uh, one of the goal classes, so a class or a learning objective that students at ISU uh, need to meet is uh, an information literacy type course. And so the personal finance course that we teach through the College of Business has qualified as that learning objective. So it has existed here in the College of Business and will continue to teach that course uh, to college students, uh, anyone either A, just trying to satisfy the learning objective so they can get their diploma or just wanting a knowledge uh, of personal finance. And so we have it both in person and online uh, for convenience. Now we can just pull that online and make that available to the community at large. Uh, the second course in the, in the financial literacy is uh, a financial concepts course. And that has typically been taught through the College of Business every, uh, every fall semester. And it's typically been the finance course for business minors. So anybody gonna minor in business, they would take this course as their finance core. Again, it's provided us an opportunity to tailor that to not only be that course for business minors, but also be a community offering or an offering to current students who maybe now want to enhance those financial concepts and take it maybe more into the corporate realm. So you got your personal finances, the first course. Second course is you're learning more about corporate finance and, and branching off from there. So. Pretty cool. So 
got a question here. Is we're, here's my question. If you could give one piece of financial advice or a, I don't know, can we use the word tip or just something that you wish everyone would come to grips with when it regards to personal finance, what, what would you want them to know? Uh, you know, it's something I think we all know, uh, but we don't follow. Okay. Uh, it's uh, don't spend money you don't have. <laughs> you know? there, there's a fantastic Saturday Night Live skit. It's kind of an older skit. Uh, uh, when Steve Martin, I think, was a guest host. Uh, but it's a great skit. I mean, go, go Google it or get on YouTube and watch that skit. Don't spend money you don't have. Uh, uh, and I, we don't. Yeah. We, we, we don't follow that. Yeah, you know, Chris, I, I completely agree. I, I, uh, you know, I, again, I told you late, uh, I got kind of on board with the financial responsibility late in life, but that's definitely one of my philosophies is if I don't have that money, I'm not spending that money. That's right. um, you know, right. it, it's like, you know, and here's the thing, if you keep with that philosophy and you don't spend money that you don't have, for some reason, credit card companies just keep throwing you <laughs> offers for credit cards. <laughs> well, and you know, you talk about this and it's, like we talk about in class, like what's a perfect credit score? Well, sometimes having good credit is also a bad thing because right. credit card companies are throwing, yeah, hey, borrow from us. You're responsible, yeah. and your eyes get bigger than your 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 mouth, so to speak. You know, like the the whole food concept. Yeah, uh, yeah no, you're completely and, right. And we overconsume. So uh, it's just amazing because you're right. The better your credit gets the more opportunities company gives you to, to ruin your credit. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, we often think of like financial trouble as only affecting lower income individuals, mm -hmm. okay? Um, and again, it kind of goes back to lower income individuals are probably struggling to meet their basic needs. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that a higher income individual is not creating massive problems for themselves. That's true. Um, again, fantastic commercial. I, I, I constantly have these things that I think of, but uh, there's a, an old, old commercial I remember from growing up where it's this guy, Stanley Ipkiss, and he's showing off his house. And, you know, I'm a member of the local country club and here's my car. It's brand new. And how do I afford it? I'm in debt up to my <laughs> Yeah, right. 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 We, we live beyond our means. Study after study shows that doesn't matter how much money you make with each raise, your spending will also increase. If, if we don't plan for what we're going to do, we can't say, well, when I get my next raise or, or when I graduate from college and get a full-time job, then I'll start saving for retirement or then I'll start paying down debt. No, we'll start spending more. Okay. Yep. Unless you plan for it. That's right. Now I got to jump back a little bit here, Chris, because you brought it up. You brought up these romanticized movies. You mentioned yeah. Wall, Wall Street, which is a great movie, you know, where we, uh-oh. Well, we're going to finish this topic. We'll finish with this. Yeah, that's hey. right. So Time we flies. got Wall Street where greed is good. Then yep. uh, I don't know if you ever saw the big short with Stephen Carell. Read the book, yeah. Okay. But ultimately, I, in my opinion, the greatest Wall Street movie ever, Trading Places. <laughs> the, old, the old Eddie Murphy, yeah, the Chicago, the yes, the yep, Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar. 
All right. right yeah, on, the uh, orange juice, the bacon, and <laughs> yep, trading pork bellies, and yep. that's right, and oranges. Yep, orange yep. juice. Yeah. Orange that's juice. the commodity yeah. exchange. Yep, yeah. sure. Well, yeah, that's true. So, I thank you for correcting me. That it that just shows you what a neophyte I am. That's the commodity exchange, not Wall Street, right? That's you know, it's but they're all one and the same, really. If you think about it, it's their their means of making money, and uh, that is certainly also a, a tool, and certainly something that can get romanticized. All right. Well. So, um, uh, so just one more time, when does the registration for this class open up? August second. August 2nd, and they can go to uh, cetrain.isu.edu to register for that class, correct? Yeah. Excellent. Yep. And Anybody if they, through the community, absolutely. And Chris, they can also check, uh, get information on your landing page on your website, correct? That's correct. Yeah, we'll have a, a, a site there, a link through our landing page for you know, how the community at large can be enrolled and benefit from this program. And then obviously if uh, someone is a student and how they can participate as well. Excellent, excellent. Well, Chris, thank you for being on the show. Oh, yeah, thank you so, so much. much. For having, I mean, this is just a fun conversation is yeah. what this is. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, we, is, gotta, this isn't work. This is yeah. just fun. No, and 20 minutes goes by really fast. Yeah, that's that's amazing. amazing. <laughs> well, and I can tell you all what I'm going to watch on TV tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> I got to oh, watch that movie. I mean, Dan Aykroyd, Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm thinking a triple feature Wall Street, um, Wolf of Wall Street, and yeah. uh, um, Trading, Trading places. places. There you go. <laughs> yeah, All right. Busy. So uh, we're going to put our plugs on the back here, uh, real quick. But if you want to get a hold of us here at ISU, at uh, Continuing Education Workforce Training. Catch us at our website, cetrain.isu.edu. Call us on our telephone number, 208-282-3372. Yeah, thanks, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job. That's my job <laughs> to be here. I can't remember the darn telephone number. Hey, thank you. Thank you for being on the show, Chris. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. And if you have any questions or, or want to contact oh. us, please email us at cetrain at isu.edu. Very good. Or reach out to Chris. Hey, uh, throw out your email address real quick. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you can get a hold of me just through my ISU email, Chris Chatwin, C-H-R-I-S-C-H-A-T-W-I-N at isu.edu. Right excellent. Excellent. Thank you again, Chris, for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Hey.